1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So next Tuesday at 11.33, or 35 as it is now, uh, we are going to have... A president of an Ohio teachers union on the show. Looking forward to that. Finding out what their objections are to some of the bills in the state of Ohio that I definitely approve of, like uh, education transparency. But I will not uh, be mean to the person. I do very much appreciate smart conversation and an exchange of ideas, a free exchange of ideas. And so I'm very happy that uh, he decided to come on the show. So that will be Tuesday at Now, in the education realm, uh, my uh, journey to clarity on our local schools, whether they are private or public, uh, began with uh, two great groups of people. A group in Upper Arlington that made me aware of the rogue board and superintendent who violated willfully state building codes about new school buildings, which require... Shockingly enough, separate facilities, restroom facilities for boys and girls. Yes, separate facilities, standard procedure. But the wokesters in Upper Arlington decided that, oh, well, we have what? Five, six, seven, eight. I don't even care if it's 50. Kids who are struggling with gender dysphoria. So let's make our bathrooms such that anyone can use any bathroom at any time. An egregious violation of the privacy that mostly girls, but boys too, desire. I mean, think of it. You immediately, in your mind, fast forward to a situation where a big, strong senior boy takes advantage of a weak freshman girl. But a freshman boy who may be struggling, going through puberty, maybe even not going through puberty, could be bullied by... A senior girl, I don't mean necessarily physically, although physically could happen, or a group of girls who, by the way, having have daughters, I can guarantee you girls are, girls have the capacity, not my daughters, but the treatment they receive at times when they were in a different school than they're in now. Girls can be really mean. Kids can be really mean. All kids, even kids at private schools, even kids at Christian schools can be really, really mean. They're kids. So the Upper Arlington people are phenomenal and have done an awesome job, and we've had them on the show before, and we will have them on the show again. And the other group of amazing people are two amazing moms, Amy Gonzalez and Andrea Gross, who had kids at Columbus Academy. thirty grand a year, Columbus Academy. Everybody envies Columbus Academy, right? Well, Amy and Andrea had Questions. How dare you have questions? You're paying $30,000 a year to send your kids here? You are not entitled to ask questions about our instruction, about our uh, deep dive into issues that we think are important that you may not agree with. We are the teachers. We are the administrators. You will shut up and take it. You will not ask questions. Oh, you ask questions. Oh, you want to know who's on our board. Oh, you want to know why we're separating kids by race. We call them affinity groups, but it's still segregation. Well, for their trouble, Amy and Andrea were followed by law enforcement. They were marginalized. They were criticized, demonized, victimized. And when all that didn't dissuade them, Columbus Academy just decided, well, let's just cut bait and kick their kids out of school. And so that is what they did. Not much tolerance. For people who question, those in power at Columbus Academy or pretty much any school. But Amy and Andrea didn't take it. They refused to be cowed by this. And they went public. Here, Fox News, New York Post. Recently, they appeared on Real American News. And here is a snippet of their conversation recounting. What went on at Columbus Academy?
2: Well, for example, our teachers um, who do not get a choice in their professional development—they were specifically separated by the color of their skin, and they were forced to be trained with Ibram Kendi trainings. That was going on. Um, we also separate our children by the color of their skin in different groups. And in the year, uh, the school year 2020-21, they actually even wanted to bring that down into the lower school. Where they would have what they call affinity groups, but it's basically uh, placing the kids into groups by the color of their skin. But beyond just asking about those kinds of things, we were also asking about why are there gender studies being conducted on our children without parental consent? Why are you teaching in health class where to go to child friendly pharmacies to receive medication for STDs without your parents, without the parents knowing? These are the questions we were asking. Is this happening? And for that, they kick out our kids. Yeah. A lot of the actions is not just sexualization of our children, but undermining and violating parental rights.
1: Parental rights? Oh, Amy, you ask. You, you make such a quaint point, parental rights. What, 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 what parental rights? We are the teachers. We are the educated. We are the elite. They want you to know that you really do have no rights. Well, I'm happy to report that Amy and Andrea are really smart and really determined. And they found a really good attorney in New York because all the ones here in town are afraid of the power people at Columbus Academy and other places because, oh, well, they might have ties to a certain guy who developed New Albany or whatever. But Amy and Andrea wouldn't give up. Even the attorney general of the state of Ohio let them down. But they found an attorney in New York. And guess what? They have filed a lawsuit against Columbus Academy. Here is Andrea on Real American News telling us about it.
2: Yes, we did file a lawsuit um, just recently against our school, against our board of directors, and against our headmaster. Um, we watched our board of directors Um operate with willful blindness and there are fiduciary duties on a board even of a nonprofit, that you owe to the stakeholders in your community which are the kids and the parents in our community and um we believe that they treated us very differently than another group that came forward during that same year um tried to cancel us um said we were spreading rumor and innuendo um but again we're here to tell you that um They can call you everything, but when you're walking forward in the truth, um, the truth will still come forward.
1: Amen to that. Even if you lose, I don't mean them, but I mean even if you, in your company, in your group of friends, whatever, even if you quote-unquote lose, would you rather be on the wrong side and win, or would you rather be on the right side and lose? I would rather be on the right side and lose. I would rather have peace of mind, strength of character, and the assurance that when I look in the mirror, I know I did the right thing. Amy and Andrew don't have to win this lawsuit to know they did the right thing. They know they did the right thing. But I hope they really, really make it hurt for Columbus Academy. And already the fact that there's a lawsuit and there will be discovery, which means Columbus Academy will have to shine light into dark areas where they don't want people to look, is just so delicious to contemplate. I revel in the idea that Jonathan Cass, the head of their board, and Melissa Soderberg, the head of their school, will be smoked out and their wokeness will have to be articulated in the discovery process. That will be phenomenal. Now, if you think parents don't have any rights, listen to audio from the Olin Tangy Board of Education meeting where parents showed up to read, read at the board meeting, Excerpts from a book. I hesitate to give the book's name. Because I don't want anybody to go out and buy the book because it's smut. Oh, smut. Bruce, did you look at the list of awards this book has won? Yes, I did. And that's how they do it. These English teachers go, it's an award-winning book. We're studying an award-winning book. Yes, I have excerpts from the book right here that I intended to read on the air. But I cannot read on the air unless... I want to not be on the air ever again, because it is graphic pornography. Two high school kids. It's my daughters would be mortified if I asked them to read this book, which I never would. Oh, but Mark Rafe, the superintendent at Olentangy, he's not too happy that parents came to the board meeting to voice their concerns in person. No. Margrave he would like you to know there are channels that you should go through new administrators have come on board a lot of new teachers have come on board we haven't had you know
0: in our minds a lot of times processes are working until it's brought to our attention when mm. it's not mm. and and you know again it doesn't take coming to a board meeting and making a scene to have that done we can solve problems by properly communicating with each other this process was brought to us through an email by a parent to Dr. Bordage, the building principal, the teacher, and me. And that's what started the process. We were in the process of reviewing all of these materials before we started having
1: the theatrics at our board meeting. Did you catch that? What is that? We were in the process of reviewing it. You went through channels, and we were reviewing it. Was there any urgency to your review? Apparently not. Was there anything changed? Did the book cancel? In our minds, he said, in our minds, it's working. So what What? do what you think is working? doesn't matter. Listen to this again.
0: New administrators have come on board. A lot of new teachers have come on board. We haven't had, you know, in our
1: minds, a lot of times, processes are working. In our minds, a lot of times, processes are working. So sit down and shut up. And don't come here and read our smutty books that we're cramming into the minds of kids. Because send an email, and then just wait for us to review it. This guy's contract is up in 2023. I have no hope he'll be bounced like he should be because, unfortunately, two like-minded board members were elected instead of two fantastic board members. But the two who were not elected have not given up, just like Andrea and Amy did not give up, just like you, you, Cannot give up. So, what is happening in Ukraine? There are air raid sirens in Kiev. Big apartment building, heavily damaged. Uh, It'll be in Russian hands probably by the end of the day, maybe by the end of the weekend. And we don't know what Vladimir Putin is going to do. We certainly know why he's doing it, because he is a power-hungry tyrant who thinks that one of the grave injustices in world history is that the USSR, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, was broken up in the aftermath of the U.S. and the West winning the Cold War. He thinks that was completely unjustified. Land was taken away from Mother Russia that should never have been taken away that Ukraine shouldn't be a sovereign country, a free country. Same with Crimea. Same with the Baltic states. And so he's doing a power grab. Now, Russia is not a world economic power, but they are a world military power. They're like a third world economy with a first world military. So they have nukes and they have a lot of weapons, but that weaponry takes money to finance. And we are allowing Putin to benefit from his aggression by not producing more oil and natural gas, liquid natural gas. It's just insane that we're playing around the edges of this issue claiming to impose economic sanctions while leaving unaddressed the one commodity, gas and oil, energy, that accounts for 35% I think it's actually 38% of his gross domestic product. It's just insane. You ever want a voice to articulate insanity? Adam Schiff is a good source for that. Adam Schiff says, oh yeah, we got to get Putin under control, but compromise our green energy standards? Oh no, 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 we can't do that.
0: I don't think the response to Putin making war... Uh, on Ukraine ought to be the dismantling of our uh, protections against climate change. Uh, I do think what it ought to prompt is a wholesale effort to wean Europe off of uh, Russian uh, oil and gas uh, so that uh, Russia can uh, no longer use that as leverage against Europe.
1: That is the epitome of talking out of both sides of your mouth. I don't think that it should compromise our green energy initiatives, but what we should do is we should wean Europe off Of Russian oil and gas. How do you propose to do that? Oh, 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 we should get all the Europeans to start driving electric cars. Do you know what generates electricity? Energy. Energy. is. I mean, oh, wait, maybe, maybe they could build a lot of solar farms in Europe. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, wind farms. Lots of wind farms. Yeah, you know where it's really, really windy? It's really, really windy around Great Britain, certain parts of the North Sea and places like that. And last year, they had, for some strange reason, that capricious weather, they had a reduction in wind over a relatively significant period of time. And energy costs in England soared. Because the wind they were counting on, they couldn't count on it anymore. Do you remember in Texas last year where they were relying on solar and then it got cold and the sun wasn't shining? See, people have a nagging need to have dependable energy. Funny thing when the temperature dips, people want to be warm. Funny thing when you turn the key in the ignition of your vehicle, people want it to start. And it takes gas for that. So, Larry Kudlow is an energy analyst. He also looks at this and scratches his head, trying to figure out why we are not doing what we could clearly do to accomplish the second of Adam Schiff's goals, which is wean Europe off Russian energy.
0: If we unlocked all of our fracking resources, instead of blaming the oil business, which is what President Biden did yesterday. If we simply said, turn the spigots on full throttle, okay, that's oil. We are holding down at 11 million barrels a day plus. We were at over 13 million barrels a day before Biden. We could get to 15 million barrels a day probably in two years. And with respect to helping Europe, we can help them not for a short period of time, I beg to disagree, a long period
1: of time. And why would we not do that? Why would we not do that? Oh, because... What? There might be a migratory bird that its future would be imperiled, or... We might add to, what? The world's carbon emissions, even though we're responsible for only 15% of it. India, China, Japan, Russia are responsible for most of it. Uh, This is